I'm Chris, host of the Free World Hustle podcast. Each week, we're going to teach inmates, felons, how to get the bag the right way. So it doesn't take you 10 years like it did for me. Let's go. Rinse due. Welcome to the Free World Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Chris Guzman. So happy to be here. Happy week for you. Um, So let's just get down to it. I was trying to think of lessons, what it is, what are the first things you need when you're about to get out of prison, jail, depending on how long you've been incarcerated. One of the things I had to do when I exited was I had to go get another ID and I had to repair my credit because obviously I'm not sure on what crime you've done. But when I was dealing drugs, you know, they didn't arrest you and then take you and say, hold up, let's call your creditors. They don't do that. They don't worry about anything. Heck, you can't even call your mom. You get that one free phone call, if that. But so I struggled. It's already hard when you come out and it's hard to get a job. It's hard to find a roof over your head if you don't have family. It's hard to get a car. It's hard to rebuild, period. So one of the things I wish I knew was, which luckily I did kind of have my paperwork. So we all try to save our important paper when we're in there. And they give you a sheet. And I don't want to say I'm saying this wrong, but it was basically like your, your sentence sheet. And it was showing your time, your time that you were sentenced how much good time, how much time, what your release date might be or will be, and then probation and all that good stuff. So I had that paper. But what you can do while you're in prison, while you're in prison, is you can write all three credit bureaus from the prison, which is going to look so good because your return address is prison. So what you do is you go ahead and send them a copy. If you can, you go ask for a copy um, and you send them that. So, okay, back it up, back it up. Lots of times you can't get copies of things. And so I would send it home if you could. Ask your family to print you five, six copies, mail it back to you. Not for them to do it, for you to do it. So then when you receive these copies, You would have the sentencing sheet that has your name on it. You will then have write a letter. You write a letter to each credit bureau stating, hey, I have late pays. I have slow pays. I have all these things because I am incarcerated. Or for those of you that are out, I was incarcerated. I'm trying to rebuild. Somebody used my credit while I was in there because it probably did happen. You know, whatever it is, you know, we're not trying to fluff it. We're trying to speak and be honest because I know when I was incarcerated, I had credit cards and all these things and people also applied for credit while I was gone. So therefore it was true. You send them these and it's proof and they can one, if you request, start freezing your credit if you still have time to do in prison. Um, and two, they'll erase all that stuff. Now I'm not saying 
I'm not saying to dispute things that was prior, but all I'm saying is let's get a head start. It's easier and better to have no credit versus having bad credit. It's a lot better to me to have no credit because then what do you need to do? You start getting paychecks, you go and get a secured credit card. $300 secured credit card, they give you the $300 back on a credit card as long as you pay that off. Every time you get paid, get some money, you pay that off, you're building it. In three to six months, you'll have a good credit score. Also, ask your family. I know, I know. Some people judge being in prison. You're not trustable. It doesn't even matter matter if you didn't steal or kill. If it was something else that happened to not be your fault or I wouldn't say not moral because prison is basically for people that did something that they were not supposed to do. But let's just throw it all out there and see, hey, can you make me an authorized user on your credit card? You do not have to give me the credit card. You can receive it to your address. You can chop it up. I am just trying to rebuild just trying to rebuild. It is so hard coming out and there is nothing. You can't apply for a car because your credit is whack. You cannot um, get great jobs because of your background and you haven't had anything to put on your resume for a few years. So that is one of the things I wish I knew. So when I was released, basically I had access to a printer and everything. I printed out all my copies, copies of my prison ID uh, with my new ID. And I sent them a paper for my probation officers. Like I built a whole packet and I sent it. And man, I had letters coming in from all these banks. Back then it was like USBC Bank or some kind of, these were old banks, Wamu, just all these credit cards I had. That tells you how long ago this was. But you can still do that. I was actually talking to uh, my brother the other day. He said he cleaned his own credit. I was like, what? How? And when he told me the process, I said, that's funny because that's exactly how I did it back then. And he was only locked up for a few days. But he said he sent everything like from all the times he was locked up. They're like, you know what? We give up. You, you've you been in and out and in and out over these many years. Let's go ahead and help you out. Right. So he said it took him less than six months and he did it himself. Now, I know um, <clears throat> there's a library in prison. We called it the law library, right? It was just the library. Um, but everybody's going there because everybody wants to be a lawyer and they're looking up all their cases and trying to give themselves hope. And there was a cabinet where you had these papers that you could make copies of. And there was like a time served paper. There's a time served paper and you would just pre-fill it out and this and that or time um Credit for time served. That's what it was. Because when you're in there, you also want to write those other small cities and counties that you have little speeding tickets in, all these things. Because when you get out, you don't want to have all, you're like, wow, I was gone two years and now you're pulling me over and arresting me and taking me to jail because of this little ticket. Y'all should have kept me in prison and, and kept me so I can come out with a fresh start. Well, it doesn't work that way sometimes. Everybody doesn't communicate, every state, city, or county. So therefore, you need to think in your brain or 
you need to write or call somebody, whether it's your brother, sister, baby mama, mom, dad, whoever you have as that one person that you can count on to do things for you. That's the person that you need to contact and say, hey, go to the Internet and you need to remember every city and state that you got one from literally just a state like i'll go to texas and you do like warrant search or certificate search and it'll tell you on there and i'll google it and give me every city and county so while you're incarcerated or you just just got out you'll just fill this out with the cause number case number the city the district the dates and then you send them that paper again showing you were incarcerated or you are incarcerated boom they verify by writing you back there. Um, you can also pay for a notary in prison, you know. So you send them all these things from prison. That way you come out, no problem. No problem at all. Now, as for your ID and driver's license, that, mm, um, because of the pandemic, you have to make appointments or you got to know somebody, right? So what I would do is, if I know I got 90 days, maybe even six months, because some of these places are backed up. My little nephew's still trying to get an appointment. Um, but I would say three to six months, contact that one person, say, can you go online? Can you fill it out so I can get an appointment by this time? And sometimes you'll realize or see that they don't even have anything till after that. But at least you're ahead of the game and you're not waiting till you get out of the halfway house and then applying or trying to schedule an appointment because then you're just adding more time to wait, to wait, to wait. Cause what if the job you can get is being a CDL driver? You know, if, if you didn't have like an aggravated assault or anything to harm somebody, you can go to school and be a CDL driver. So that is one of the things that I will do um, because it was a license the ID that I needed. It was my credit I needed. It was all those small tickets, you know, because if you don't handle these things, it's like you're getting out, you're getting right, you're on probation, you get pulled over, they're like, oh, you got a blue warrant. How do I have a blue warrant? And you didn't check it in federal prison. Like, check me out the door. But it's not their job. And we all know, even if it was their job, somebody always drops the ball. Always. So contact that person. You know who it is. For me, it was my best friend. I can ask my best friend, hey, can you look into this? I heard about this, blah, blah, blah. And also I will ask that person, whatever it is that you're thinking is going to be your go-to plan. If it's, um, you're like, you know what? I heard getting your CDLs easy. It does not matter if you're a felon. Everybody's purchasing online. I'm never going to go out of work because everybody's ordering online. Packages need to get delivered. Like all of that, whatever it is that you're thinking, I would ask your person, your best friend, whoever it may be, to, to read up on that. Maybe print it out from online at their job for free, you know, uh, use their ink, mail it to you. Um, Google where your workforce commission is to see lots of companies will hire you and pay for you to go to school to get your CDL as long as you're going to work with them and commit for about two years. I would start there, but you need these resources. And just to get ahead of the game, ask that person. 
Otherwise, you know what? Message, message me on the podcast. Tell me what state you're in. I'll Google it for you. I'll send you the information. Also, not sure if you're interested, but <clears throat> I have a friend, and I, I believe I told you about this on the last episode, that has probably about 13 or 14 years left. They want a pen pal. If you're at all interested, let me know. I will send their information to you. Uh, they are a female, and they are in car as well, so which is Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, just thought I'd put it out there. She asked me, I know how it is to be in there. Just receiving that one letter is all it takes to keep you going and motivated, especially somebody out here that has that mindset change. Now, I know it's a lot easier because I do email. I don't even handwrite anymore. Um, but hey, if you're interested, I just thought I'd put it out there. I'm just, I'm just a messenger. All right. Well, next week we'll we'll teach you something else. And um keep this going stay out there keep it up hustlers have a good one thanks for joining us this week on the free world hustle podcast make sure to subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, spotify or any of your favorite streaming platforms so you'll never miss a show while you're at it we'd appreciate a rating on apple Podcasts and spotify or if you simply tell a friend about the show that would help us too 